Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. By now, you must have heard about the proposal for paddocks. Almost 20 kilometers long, the elevated expressway to be built by San Miguel Corporation will have six lanes traversing the Pasig River. But experts in transportation, heritage, and the environment, among others, are sounding the alarm. I'm Tresha Aquino, Puma Podcast. You're listening to Teca Teca. In this episode, let's discuss paddocks. Sounds good in theory, diba? But what can we learn from urban planners and mobility experts before we embrace the new project? Today, Metro Manila traffic is one of the worst in the world. And because of this, we are losing billions of pesos of business opportunity every year. We believe this Pasig River East-West alignment will bring the commuter from Rizal to Makati in about 10 minutes from now almost two hours. And it will decongest Metro Manila traffic. That was San Miguel President Ramon Ang. He was at the groundbreaking of the Pasig River Expressway project on September 24, along with Executive Secretary Salvador Medialdea, Transportation Secretary Art Tugade, and Public Works Undersecretary Maria Catalina Cabral. It will be built on the site of Pasig River Eastman. Our vision is for Parex to have multiple use. It will be adaptive to allow us to respond to current and future challenges. We will integrate into the design of bus rapid transit systems to further decongest our cities and provide commuter a faster, more efficient and affordable systems of transport. It will have bike lane, water ferries, pedestrian walkway, jogging paths, and facilities to carry fiber optics cable. The cleanup of Pasig River will also be a huge part of the project, says Ang, and they want to remove 3 million tons of silt and waste in the next five years. He adds this will solve Metro Manila flooding. But there are those who beg to differ. More than 5,000 people and over 70 organizations signed a no to paddocks petition less than a week after it was created. They say the project is a death sentence on the Pasig River, and they demand that the Office of the President stop paddocks. Here's Sunny Sevilla of the Move Us One Coalition. Hindi ako at hindi kami tutul sa infrastructure at hindi kami tutul sa expressway. Tutul kami sa paddocks dahil una, hindi maganda magiging epekto nito sa ating kapaligiran. Pangalawa, Masisira o mahaharang ang kakarabot na nang natitirang bakas ng ating kasaysayan sa baybayin ng ilog. At pangatlo, dahil hindi nito malulutas ang problema ng traffic, magpost lalo pa nito mapapalala ang sitwasyon. In a statement, the petitioners elaborated on Sunny's third point, quote, Parex will worsen, not solve, traffic congestion. Spending billions of pesos to build another expressway will only encourage people to drive more than they otherwise would. This well-documented phenomenon is known as induced demand. 
the most progressive cities around the world are actually dismantling their inner city or elevated expressways to improve mobility, revitalize their rivers, and protect their environment and heritage. Paddocks will be a repeat of the mistakes progressive cities have made decades ago. End quote. Again, that was from the petitioners. Now, over the years, we've had conversations with experts about figuring out our mobility problem. Here are economists Mayan Vital and JC Punumbayan of the Usapang Econ podcast. Okay, so let's try to analyze though itong more and wider roads as a solution to traffic congestion. We have to keep in mind that merong tinatawag na induced demand effect. Ito yung mga sinasabi ng transport experts na you might be incentivizing itong mga tao na dahil malaki ang kalsada, the roads can accommodate more cars. And therefore, you might be induced to buy more cars. Yung induced demand effect ay pwede nating maintindihan gamit ang supply at demand. Kung saan kapag gumawa tayo ng mas maraming kalsada, pinapababa nito yung cost of driving. At habang bumababa ang cost of driving, ay mas gaganahan ka na mag-drive. Tinan mo example ng Baguio City, kung saan pag pumunta ka doon during weekdays or holidays, di ba sobrang traffic? Ano kaya yung sanhinong traffic na yun? May mga nagsasabi na ang dahilan daw nun ay yung sobrang bilis na ang pagpunta sa Baguio City. Pero dahil doon sa sobrang bilis na ng pagpunta sa Baguio City, Marami na ngayon ang ginaganahan na mag-drive doon during weekdays and holidays. Kaya yun ang dahilan kung bakit traffic sa Baguio City. Induced demand effect. Tapos if you look at the developed countries, I mean, they've done the opposite. When they've started narrowing their roads and they're making it very costly for people to own cars and drive around the city. Here's Deputy Mayor Miguel Sangalang of the city of Los Angeles in the U.S. where there's a strong car culture. And of course, Terrible traffic. Public transportation is still the best, most efficient way to move people. The citizenry had actually voted to to tax themselves and build new railway systems. But yes, you're right that the infrastructure to create that will be, you know, it's years in the making and and um, something that people have to wait for. And here's urban and transport planner Benji de la Peña. Here's the fundamental problem we've had about our transportation investments. Not that the highway investments and road investments, I have a problem with that too, but transportation investments. We make it hoping it will solve traffic. It doesn't solve traffic. It's not meant to solve traffic. And we put the stations because we think it'll solve traffic rather than putting the needs of the commuter first and designing the system so it serves the commuter. Enrique Peñalosa is often been quoted to say, a rich country is not where everyone Uh, where the poor own cars. It's where the rich use public transportation. In the end, what we all want is to get from point A to point B easily. Hindi naman yung haggard ka na pagdating mo sa school o office at hindi yung nagbuwis-buhay ka makarating lang sa paroroonan mo. Yun bang, we arrive with our dignity still intact. Listen to our experts expound on their ideas. On the Usapang Econ podcast, search for the episode Ano Ang Cost ng Traffic? On the Puma Podcast channel, check out an LA official on what Manila shouldn't emulate from his city. And on a better normal, look for fixing the jeep and bus system for Metro Manila. 
We are also coming out with a new episode on a better normal this month called Design for People, Not for Cars. Abangan! Again, I'm Trisha Aquino, Puma Podcast. You've been listening to Teka Teka. This episode was produced by myself and edited by Fresh Capistrano. 